You're tuning in to the Hustle Hotline with Char and Jess D. Hey, Char, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Jess? Do you know what? I've had a really chill day. Like, I needed, like, some retail therapy. So uh, I did that with my best friend, and I feel, like, really refreshed, really zen, because I've been working a lot, and I deserve it. What have you been up to today? I've been working from home for, like, the... I think it's almost over like 18 months I've just been working from home and today you know when you've done no work and you decide to bang it all in one day that's what I've been doing so um yeah that's me all day well if you're listening to this it's not just us I know you love our voices but we have a special guest today Anna Marie do you want to say hello and tell us a little bit about yourself hi everyone my name is Anna Marie Anna Marie G I'm a presenter. I'm a many, many thing, multi-hyphenate <laughs> creative, but most people know me as a presenter. Um, I have a talk show called Live with Anna Marie. I have a skincare brand and wellness brand called House of Embrace. So I'm a busy, busy body. Um, but yeah, just an all-round creative. Looking forward to talking to you girls today. Oh, we're super excited to have you out. We're really gassed. So let's just get into it. What inspired you to get into the creative or entertainment industry? How did this all start? Um, I remember as a child, I watched a lot of television um, and I was really, really inspired by BET 106 and Park. Do you know 106 and Park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yes. That didn't really come on UK TV as much, but in the UK we had T4. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought it was so cool. Like they just get to present on TV and talk to like music artists and all these celebrities. And I was like, that looks really, really fun. But I also um, wanted to be on the news as well. So I've always wanted to be on television, um, but I was kind of deciding which avenue am I gonna go down the entertainment route or am I gonna go down a corporate political route? Um, but then I ended up going down the entertainment way. I just felt it was more natural for me. Um, um, at some point in my life, I was in like Hackney Youth Parliament. It's funny, I met, met up with my friend today who was in Hackney Youth Parliament and we were talking about the old days. I was like 17 years old, like trying to campaign for young people in Hackney. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, my life just took a turn and I decided, now I'm going to start my own thing. I'm going to start doing YouTube videos. Um, and yeah, I just, here I am today. <laughs> That's the short version. You've done super well. I think you'll be really, really modest because some of the people you've interviewed, like Michael B. Jordan, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like I would literally, legit think, I would literally <laughs> won't be able to speak. Like, I met um, Anthony Joshua by chance outside work wow. a few years ago. And this is the first time I've ever chased a man. I saw him. And wow. I was like, word vomit. Like, I couldn't speak. So the <laughs> fact that you got it together and interviewing these people is so, so sick. You've done yeah. so I think because I'm I'm quite used to it now. So I, I even as you said that, I was like, oh yeah, I did interview Michael B. Jordan, but it's not something that I think about. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely up there on my my accolades, my list, my highlight list. So dope. So um, going on to like interviewing and got your own show. Who's been your favorite guest on live with Anna Marie? Oh, um, I think. Well, let's just say, start off by saying I do love them all because I do tend to handpick them myself or with my team. Um, and I try to just champion artists that I believe in that I think are doing amazing 
work and will go on to do amazing things. But I would say I really did love Amiko. He's an R&B singer. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm a, I'm a fangirl of his anyway, but he is such a character. He's so charismatic. He knows how to work the stage, work room. And I'm just like, yeah, he's, he's definitely um, one of my favorites. Also RAE, um, she's like an, a 90s, I will say like 90s inspired hip hop artist. And she was one of the first guests on uh, Live with Annie Marie. She was on the very first episode and she's gone on to do big things now. So we had to come back for the most recent episode that I did. And yeah, it's just great to see people go on, come through the show and go on and do um, amazing things with their career. Was that quite a full circle moment for you? Having a guest you had on sort of in their early stages and then coming back, knowing they've kind of like raised their profile? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely what my aim would be with the show, with Live with Adam Marie. Eventually, I hope it's a national television show. And then we have um, a, a guests, so we have music artists or actors. It will just kind of, as a show grows, we'll have a variety of people come through. And then hopefully they're doing good things in their career. They're doing big things and they go on to do amazing things. So yeah, Live with Adam Marie is a hub for up-and-coming artists, up-and-coming talent, and just an entertainment show overall. But, you know, the people that, I hope the people that come through the show have great value to give the world and their careers. Fantastic. It sounds, like, so sick. Anyway, I'm just so, like, I'm loving this. I'm loving this episode. Yeah. Like, like, I'm, like, I feel like I've been very it. inspired. Like, oh, what am I saying? But as long as you're enjoying this, okay. So I'm um, just going back to obviously your career and you do so many different things, right? Um, and me and Shah are similar in the fact that we do so many different things. Um, and you're so talented. How do you juggle everything? I don't. <laughs> no, I, I am in a place now, I would say like 26, almost 27, 27, where I'm like finally under you know getting some rhythm going kind of got my own groove and now I have a manager and I have a team of people that work with me so all the load isn't on me um but I I kind of enjoy being all over the place sometimes I don't know (laughs) I kind of like the thrill of it but I'm learning to be more of like a an organized an organized mess I'll say I can hands up say that but it works <laughs> it works for my life feel you um like I'm 30 um and we should me and Shah around ish the same age and um I feel you when you're juggling so many different things it's so hard when you're doing it by mm-hmm. yourself um but when you have that team to help it's good but also that organized chaos I know what you're feeling keeps you a bit alive and keeps you on your toes a little bit yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Like, what do you think, Shah? No, I'm similar. Like, I like keeping your fingers in many different pies. Like, I work full time, but I'm also um, a travel and lifestyle influencer, and I've got the podcast. And then I'm in the start of setting up a business, and I'm just like, I don't know. Just it really does keep you on your toes. It does. And you just have to ride with it. <laughs> there's no stop. This is one thing I've learned about adulthood. There's no half term. There's no summer holidays. You oh, just yeah. got to keep going. And But also make time out of your busy schedule to stop and to, um, to rest and to connect with friends. I'm definitely someone that can be a workaholic. 
And if I don't consciously say, okay, I'm going to meet up with my friend this week, I will just continue or I'm not going to, or last week I took, um, yesterday actually, I took Sunday off work just to have a day to rest and to realize mm. myself. So I would say as much as being an organized mess, but yes, having those downtime. Sorry, my Super, super important. I used to be, when I was really getting to the whole entrepreneur thing, doing all those different things, I didn't take a break. Like I, I think I told Shah actually years ago, I got super sick. And then I'm just like, you know what? Sometimes you need to have that day where you just kind of relax. So mm-hmm. I make sure the weekend's done. I make sure if I can, I finish at six, you know? Yeah. Um, so you're so right. Um, obviously you've done so much and been super successful, I would say, especially at 26. What do you think has been the key to your success? I think, well, success, it depends on what you define as success. But for me, mm. like it's a constant journey now I'm just like success isn't a place it's just like it's success is what you make it really um but I would say yes I feel successful where I am currently in my life and maybe in comparison to a year ago um but I would say mostly perseverance and resilience that's one thing that you need especially in the creative industry there isn't a guidebook there isn't a rule book there there's no, there's barely any infrastructure. Nobody knows what they're doing in the creative industry. Everybody just like decides, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it's the rules, okay. and, you know, things happen. So you just kind of got to run with it. <laughs> you just got to come up with your own system. If you have a vision that you believe in, um, work towards it, persevere. And there is, there is no way that you can fail. And um, then just, just just jumping off that a little bit it's just got me thinking where do you see yourself I don't like to do like where do you see yourself in five years where do you see yourself like next year what do you see yourself like focusing on um I have so many ambitions so by the time I get there I'll probably be doing something else um (laughs) but I do hope to be on television national television Mm. time um so whether it's a music show an entertainment show or something prime time I do consider myself like a nighttime host mm-hmm. um, so something on tv would be great um running my business successfully and uh, making an impact in the people in my audience and my like, customers life I hope to that to happen and yeah I hope to move out my mom's house that's what I mean. <laughs> that's on my list. soon come soon come yeah, yeah. and um with with kind of obviously with that building on the fact that you want to be like a tv host like sometime yeah. next year you think you want to be in the uk or usa um definitely i this is my home so um i want to connect with as many people as possible and make my mark here but i would love to work in the states i've always visualized myself either in like new york or la yeah kind of work. but I wouldn't want to live there long term like America's a mess, I'm not gonna <laughs> <It's> a mess. <laughs> so yeah if, but if the opportunity arises I'll absolutely take it yeah well you've got to take those opportunities so okay you've crafted this career you're 26 there's obviously you've got so many fans and so many people looking up to you who want to be in the entertainment industry what advice would you give someone who's younger and who's coming up I would say spend as much time learning and getting experience because like I said earlier the creative industry doesn't have 
a rule book like it, it's not in corporate world you kind of start at entry level then you work up then you work your way up but it, it, it kind of is the same but there's no it's really just dependent on you and opportunities that you work for so I would say learn get as much experience go and see what other people are out are doing out there do research um and come up with your own thing in this day and age ownership is very very important I 100% believe in ownership so if you can craft your own lane in the entertainment industry we have the internet now so you can literally do anything in in your hand you've got phone you've got camera if it's something if you have an idea do it um but yeah definitely do spend time to kind of carve out your own lane and your craft and find your voice so you can that sounded like a really bad slogan I'm so no, sorry. No, no, it's very important. No, it's very important. Yeah, yeah. I, I, complete, I completely agree because I just like I started off doing film and TV um yeah. at uni and then obviously YouTube was around but and I think we oh, this is going back. I think YouTube and then Instagram had just started it was more mm. blogs that were popping mm. and then now the stuff that Gen Z can do on TikTok, I'm just like, I just use the auto sync button. <laughs> Gen Z, like all these transitions and yeah. all the stuff they're doing because they kind of genuinely love it. And mm-hmm. I think that's what kind of sets the people who want it apart from the people mm-hmm. who are like, not say hobbyists, but if you want, if you are truly passionate about something, you'll immerse yourself in everything surrounding it whether it's getting experience or just you know carving out your own path and career Mm. yeah um but I would uh, absolutely agree with that and I think Gen Z they were born into this yeah they've got all the opportunities at their fingertips so they embrace it like I've only just joined TikTok like a couple months ago and posted a couple of videos but I know that like my audience is on Instagram so that's why I'll be posting on YouTube yeah. videos like I've been saying to myself oh let's let's do YouTube let's do YouTube and oh now I haven't made a YouTube video um but it yeah it just really is up to you and your what you want to do and where you think you can go with yourself with your career mm. you definitely have to have the hunger as well and just I, yeah. I would say like study like maybe two or three people that you really, really like and just see what they've done and then I guess take it from there really so that's really great advice um so let's talk about your beauty brand obviously a lot of our listeners can't actually see your skin but we can see it now skin is banging um Thank what you. is your self-care routine Sha is a skincare junkie so she's gonna love this question <laughs> and your answer so what is your self-care routine oh my self-care routine or my yeah routine. um well I would say Mm, it, it really depends on the day I would say um now I'm putting into practice getting some form of movement um mm-hmm. in my day I think it's very very important and for someone like me who's busy and just like mentally busy mm-hmm. doing some form of physical like whether it's exercise or roller skating or doing doing oh, something mm-hmm. or where I'm using my body and just not my mind Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very very important and just for wellness not even for physical appearance just to get your, you know your blood pumping um so that's something that's very important to me uh, um, I love a smoothie mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm known for my smoothies um so that's something that I do to start my day that kind of um 
makes me feel good in the morning because I don't want something too heavy, but I know that I'm getting my nutrients if I, you know, make my smoothie. So it's my little treat to myself. Um, I would, what were you going to say? Oh, sorry, I was thinking. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I would say going back to the organisation thing, making a to-do list is really, it really helps me stay the organised mess that I I am. And that for me is self-care because I know that if I don't have a to-do list, my brain will be like, oh, what do I have to do? And then thinking about other things and I won't be focused. So it's just a way for me to stay on top of things. Um, and that is me just trying to stay on top of things. Um, another thing I would say is sleep. I love sleep. I love, love, love sleep. Um, that is something that keeps me sane. If I don't have enough sleep, it's just... I'm not going to be the best person. So, yeah, I do love to sleep, get my sleep in. And a skincare routine. Yeah, that's building yeah. on that, yeah, as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to know my skincare routine? Yeah. Skin oh, banging. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say, so I double cleanse. Um, I use CeraVe or CeraVe, I'm not sure how you say it. Um, the normal, I think it's normal to dry or normal... Um, cleanser it's in the white and green bottle so I'll use that first and then I use another cleanser oat cleanser by uh the inky list which I really like and then I'll do my little serum so hyaluronic acids you know that stuff um I use a BHA as well but I I would say that my skincare recently hasn't been very consistent because I'm trying to find the perfect product so at the moment, I'm like trialing everything until I use the whole bottle and then I'll make a decision. Yeah. Am I going to buy this again or will I try something else on my list? Um, so my moisturizers, I'm using two different ones at the same time. But one sunscreen is very, very, very important. And I tell this, <laughs> say this to everyone. I use one by La Roche-Posay. It's the um, invisible fluid. Oh, you got it. Yes. <laughs> 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 I love that I love that yeah that is like my staple staple um product I love that that sunscreen oh, do you honey, like it yeah I do do you know what I'm really really bad I never really probably started using sunscreen until about two years ago I'm really yeah, bad but um it. it's one of the like ones that doesn't leave the white cast mm, yeah and it it just works um yeah. yeah it's like and it's like a thin layer where some some sunscreens are just like thick this one yeah. is like light it's perfect it's like the black girl staple mm-hmm. yeah I heard I that it. yeah it doesn't let me, make me um too oily as well I just feel like it gives me a nice glow yeah mm. I can even wear it without moisturizer I'm like yeah just slap it on <laughs> yeah like it's I a, get on that yeah it's a little bit pricey I think for drugstore, but it's mm-hmm. worth it. Yeah, you go to boot always have a discount or some kind of sale on. So I usually get it when it's discounted. I'm not sure how I'm, I sometimes just walk into boots and it's on discounts and then I'll buy it. <laughs> but, yeah, I will look out for discount. Sweet. So um I love your skincare routine. I'm really bad at skincare. Like I cleanse obviously my moisturize, but I need to get them to serums. Shah's mm. trying to see me out. So yeah, I'm, I'm bad at I always think just keep it simple. So like mm-hmm. the inky list, the price point and their products work. Yeah, hmm? yeah they do. It's, it's it's cheap. But I was I was just saying to myself, I'm trying to be more sustainable and use less plastic. And I think the inky list use a lot of plastic. Um so I was gonna switch to the ordinary because they use glass. Um, mm-hmm. but that's 
that's just me being like extra yeah planet earth <laughs> we gotta think about it because all these like hurricanes and yeah the world weather things are changing <laughs> things are changing um so we've got one last question from us um have you ever dealt with any difficult interviewees they don't have to name and shame mm, you know I've been asked this question before and I don't think so like I feel like most people I've met have been decent like maybe the moments before the interview so like trying to get them to come for the interview might be a little bit of a struggle but most people are genuinely thus far um respectful and I feel like I just know how to charm people so people (laughs) usually nice to me but no I haven't had a bad interview just just yet well I I wouldn't I would I don't know if I don't I can't see anyone being like rude to you because you're actually really nice and really warm so like we've had fun like interviewing (laughs) yeah that would be unfortunate but then I guess I just have to give it back in it yeah, you have to. You kind of like have to flip it on his hair, make a joke of it, you know. Like, uh, yeah. On on that note, who is someone you'd really want to interview? Either like act- actors, actresses, musicians. Is there anyone you like really want to interview? That's at like, the top of your list. Yeah. So <laughs> this is this is just for my fourteen-year-old self, basically. I, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> well, I used to be a huge fan of Justin Bieber, and that always, I always, uh, I've always just wanted to interview him. But he doesn't really do interviews like that. But I hope, like, one day I have the privilege of having a, a sit down with him and just like. I was about to say oh, that. <laughs> but actually, what's what do you guys think? I asked this on my radio show the other day. What do you think about the Essence remix? Sorry, turning into the interviewer. I didn't mean to do that. But <laughs> I think it's right. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's all right. But people were saying that I think coffee would have been better on oh, that I, remix. I saw that. I saw that. And I was just thinking, you know what, the way she would have wrote that, it would have been good. It would have made sense. It would have made, made sense. sense. Yeah. I don't think it was that bad. Like, I wasn't like outraged by it. I was actually surprised he didn't do it, start doing it sooner. Yeah. But um, he has another song called Freedom, which was oh, <laughs> all right. I thought it was all right. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say I hated it. Like, it was all right. It's a, it's a, it's a shoe tapper, do you know? <laughs> just a shoe tapper. <laughs> <laughs> not a little shoe tapper, just a shoe yeah. tapper. So, yeah. Oh, what do you think, yeah. Sean? I actually don't have a problem with Justin Bieber being on the remix. Like, I, I, I'm actually unbothered. And mm. if anything, it's showing how powerful Wizkid is. Because that yeah. song's been out for... Well, that album's been out for almost a year. Yeah. Over a year? It came out... Has, in, it, has it been it that long? Out in, I'm sure lockdown. It came out in October um, last year. Because I remember before I ran away to Dubai, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> the album bangs. Yeah. Um, you really did run away. <laughs> like, literally and then the fact that like every time I hear Essence on someone's Instagram stories I'm like again and now Justin Bieber's on the remix it's like it's only oh, gonna, be- gonna drive it more but yeah it's really good for Wizkid in terms of global recognition yeah so yeah. I, and I've seen some celebrities that I follow on Instagram use it on their story the remix version and I'm like okay. yeah you see that it's that easy so I'm not, mad at, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. Um, I wonder if he will get Justin Bieber to come to his concert. Oh, 
<laughs> I would imagine like maybe he would he would show. I feel like Justin would show. Yeah. But I mean, appreciate yeah. though. They appreciate it. They'll probably be like, why is Justin Bieber here? Did you get tickets? Are you going? No, no, no. I didn't get tickets. I was hoping he would announce a second date, but do you know what? I'm not even gonna fight for them. I'm just like I mean hopefully I you're Hopefully you're interviewing him before he goes. I'm to hoping you Oh, you must speak on it. Yeah. I yeah, let's speak on it. Speak into existence. <laughs> I wouldn't say no to that. that would be me, me and Shara are going, so hopefully we'll see. Oh, are you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Those tickets were harder to get at Beyonce. I was like, raw. Yeah, yeah, they sold out super quick. So it was like a world record, I think, yeah. or something. Yeah, but Burner Boy is still struggling to sell this ticket. Oh, let's not talk about <laughs> I got the I got the tickets. I'm selling mine. So, <laughs> oh, oh, you just not want to go? You can't go. I'm going to Ghana. I'm going on holiday. Oh, okay. Oh, enjoy. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, like going back to like the beauty stuff. Um, what made you set up your brand? Um, well, I had an idea for a brand, a lifestyle brand, where women could. I guess learn how to I would provide the tools for women to feel more confident because that's something mm-hmm. that I, I tend to have conversations about a lot with women it's like oh, well, how are you so confident how are you doing all this and you know you're just doing it and I'm like well you know it took me a while to get here but when I was growing up I kind of wish I was quite in, I was quite introverted and introverted mm. around people that I liked but I felt shy internally, but I was still able to go and, you know, perform and do theatre and things like that, which kind of made no sense. <laughs> but um, I wished I had someone, like a bigger sister or a club mm-hmm. or whatever, to teach me how to feel confident, like, about myself and my body and, you know, just the way that I am. But I guess that comes with age as well and life experiences. Um, so I started House of Embrace initially as that idea. And then we went into lockdown. And um, I just needed something to do. Like I make body butters that have dry skin. So I'm familiar with making, you make mix and shea butter and olive oil and just making random concoctions for myself. I love a DIY. And I just decided, why don't I sell this product underneath the brand? Um, because I didn't really have a proper business plan for the um the community the confidence building that I I had I didn't know how I was going to package it so I just thought let's do the skincare natural skincare um you know it will help it helps with eczema and um, I have quite a few customers that have eczema and dry skin that absolutely love it and it's all natural products so that's the stance that I want to take but as the the business is a year now actually be a year since I launched in like two weeks so the business as I've grown I kind of have I see more for it like it doesn't just have to be skincare you know I really want to build on the community and create a, a lifestyle brand where women not just women but anyone can learn how to be have a natural sustainable healthy lifestyle because um, I think in the community in the wellness space and in the health space there aren't that many black leaders or black people that are leading and showing examples of you know you can have smoothies or you can do this workout routine um it's very very white so Mm. like and like white middle-aged woman and I just thought like yeah you know what why don't I 
use my life experiences now that I'm putting my wellness routine into practice, you know, share that and find a way to develop the wellness aspect. So also have a natural skincare bit. But that's what I'm working on right now. And I'm hoping to have a rebrand. My plan is to rebrand and um, get some funding mm. and really expand so I can fulfill all these desires. Mm. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Awesome. Like, um, I actually have my own beauty brand, but it's more cosmetics. Okay, nice. Called by Justine. I launched it in 2019. And um, my thing is about, like, I feel like every woman, depending on the skin tint, skin tone should be able to feel beautiful as well so um it's really cool to meet another beauty entrepreneur as well yeah yeah I oh I'm actually planning we'll talk about this off air actually (laughs) (laughs) because I don't want to just say things and then not do it so but yeah I had an idea so that that what's about (laughs) because on even on top of that like I'm actually planning on setting up my own beauty brand but again I want to get funding for it because I don't want to use my own money (laughs) (laughs) um, like it's interesting that everyone's got different stances on it because I kind of want to do um travel size beauty products but obviously in a pandemic when travel is the thing we can't really do um, I'm kind of holding back just simply because I want to wait till the world is back to normal. No, do it. The world but, is open. Do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, no, it's true. But I'm just kind of like, again, you know, the conscious element of packaging. Um, yeah. I want to kind of ensure that if I'm doing a brand, I want to at least tick the boxes of sustainable. sustainability. Um, yeah. 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 That's really important. That's, that's why I want to do a rebrand as well. Cause um, uh all my my packaging right now is made from plastic that's because that's what I could afford yeah it looks nice but like I know that that doesn't align with my values yeah and I know it's a great product so I kind of want the packaging to reflect that but also be good on the environment so when hopefully I get my investors we can come up with some fancy glass cute little packaging (laughs) for the body buses but yeah definitely work on your idea yeah it's all there I just I just you know when you just need to take like a couple of weeks off and just kind of like flesh it out and do it properly yeah I'm, just, yeah. I'm like I know you guys have both started but I'm just kind of like if I'm gonna do something I kind of just want to do the creative and have someone else do logistics I don't, it's a I, lot you should do that <laughs> <laughs> you should like, do that it makes sense it makes perfect sense though but I can't wait for it to pop off and to, for people to know I've seen the behind the scenes because I can mm-hmm. but I just want to say this has been awesome. This has been an awesome, awesome like episode. Um, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, yes, you can find me at Anna Marie Descart or Anna Marie D E E on Instagram and Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. YouTube, Anna Marie D E E. I believe my name everywhere is the same. Live with Anna Marie. Yeah, and my talk show is called Live with Anna Marie, and my skincare wellness brand it's called house of embrace house of embrace oh we got a sale right now 30 percent off everything get that sale. Yeah. then get your natural body butters yeah <laughs> awesome awesome so thank you so much for joining us um, it's been an awesome monday obviously guys when the time you listen to this it won't be monday maybe it will you never know so um but this has been awesome we've loved having you on and yes hopefully we can have you back again someday Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hustle Hotline. Keep it locked.